Arabian wardrobe, mm, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's all coming back to me now. Yes. It's like, it's like Celine Dion. Just, <laughs> just like Celine Dion said. Mm-hmm. You know me like this. Look, who's all the singing earlier? The singing was yeah. supposed to happen in the episode. Why is it happening now? Well, it, just edit it in. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. 3SFX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is episode number 79, week number blah, 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 blah. And uh, <laughs> we are here with the Indu Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. Did I say that already? I think I did. Sure, but did. it's okay. They need to hear it again. Okay. It's okay. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. Okay, I did say it because <laughs> that goes into my whole ramble of what week it is and episode number. We're almost okay. we're almost at 100. Not really, but we're almost there. I, I know we're almost at 100, or I know when we are because it'll actually be um, springtime, I think. I don't know why I'm trying to count that now. We're almost at episode 80. <laughs> Hey, I just love like awesome. even round numbers. Me too. Yes. Divisible by four. I don't know why it's the first number that came to mind. Enough <laughs> enough babble. We have a guest and I, I can't believe I completely forgot to mention that at any given moment, we might break out in song because it's our musical episode. We have a special guest with us. We have Birdo or Dry Bertini. Hello. Hey. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Very happy to be here. Very honored. And especially for the musicals episode. Yes. This this yes, this is our musicals episode. It's also still continued our um uh fan appreciation month. So welcome, fam. Thank you. Happy <laughs> to be here. Yes. Uh so I think we will just jump into your icebreaker question because we we know you, but we'll pretend. First, well, okay, backing up. I'm just stumbling all over myself. Um, <laughs> Hello, stranger. Who, who are you? <laughs> yes, who are you? Like, where, where do you tell me about yourself? Hello, my name is Roberto. Um, on these Twitter streets, my handle is at Dry Bertini or a nerd called Berto. And usually I am around tweeting nonsense, encouraging stuff I will, talking about <laughs> musicals, or making Twitter after dark at three in the afternoon. Mm. Yes. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> and yes, uh, another shout out to Steph I Will. She is just amazing. Just doing great stuff out there. Um, now, your uh, icebreaker question, which I know you are fully aware of, because I think you may be one of like three people who have listened to every episode, probably, <laughs> of the Indu podcast. So uh, I'm, I'm just going to set it up for those who've never heard it before. Uh, Let's just say 
Ben and Jerry, they decided to make up a new flavor and they call you Birdo. They're like, yes. Birdo, you have to help us. We need a new flavor and we need a name for it. What is your flavor and what do you call it? Okay, so I actually put a lot of thought into this and I realized I feel like I have the perfect the perfect flavor already exists, but I tweaked it. Okay. So okay. I don't I don't think out on the east I'm from California. I don't think from the in the East Coast they guys have um thrifties. But on the West Coast, uh all the thrifties became Rite Aids. Uh, but before that they all had ice cream shops. And there's only there's one flavor you can only get at that thrifty called chocolate malted crunch. Mm-hmm. And it was chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunks. And what I always thought were little like sugar balls, but apparently they're malt, like a, like a malted. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to tweak that. It's going to be a strawberry cheesecake flavored ice cream with mm-hmm. actual strawberries in there, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. a swirl of strawberry jam. And it's going to have those little malted balls. And I am going to call it, in honor of today's episode, the 11 o'clock number. Oh, mm. I like it. Okay. Just pulling out all the stops, just sweetness I and deliciousness. Like it. Yes. Okay, so that's that's what the 11 o'clock number means, just like yes. pulling out all the stops. Yes. I love it. You are also our resident musical expert because um, <laughs> it, I, I know there's been many a time I've come across like a musical or, or tweeted about it. And I was like, oh, if, here's some more facts about this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because this happened with uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, which came on NBC recently. Sure. And you have directed me towards other sources of not necessarily, well, I guess maybe a different variation of that said musical, which I I don't think I fully followed up on. I think I went to the videos. So I started watching those like from the movie, but I still haven't seen the movie I've only... yeah that's fair i give a lot of recommendations not everyone follows up on them <laughs> no, <that's laughs> not everyone is obsessed obsessed yes i haven't seen the movie yet but i'm working on it i'm just waiting for it to come on tv so i could watch it it used to come on every easter because i used to be my family tradition we'd watch jesus christ superstar on easter <laughs> hmm. well it seems appropriate actually so did you like the the live musical that they did I really did. Um, I had my issues with it, you prim- primarily just vocally, but I loved it, and I have never been so emotionally moved at mm-hmm. the ending until mm-hmm. this particular um, production. The fact that I was thinking about it a few days later, just it was just such a powerful scene, what they created. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, I very much enjoyed it in spite of any um criticisms i might have had of it i loved it i would agree it was very powerful at the end and i actually begrudgingly deleted it because i in my mind i'm thinking when will i watch this again because i really don't know when and i'm pretty sure i can find it somewhere if i really wanted to but it was uh it, it was moving like the way that it ended and then apparently that, was, that I guess that doesn't happen in the movie itself uh no in the in the movie he gets crucified and spoiler alert and oh, wow. <laughs> i've never seen this for, one. for those of you who don't know oh. jesus, um, was, jesus crucified? was crucified oh my god. i'm jesus so sorry oh my god. i'm so sorry listeners um jesus gets crucified and <laughs> all the um all the other characters just leave him there and they drive off because they are hippies putting on a story 
Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I was a, a tinge confused because um, there was a bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Again, I'm just watching clips on YouTube, so that's that's why I didn't have the full scope of the story. Yeah. So the conceit is that they're they're hippies. They drive out to this desert and they tell the story of Jesus. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, it's definitely on my list. I definitely want to check it out in the near future, just so I can have context from the movie and then the live NBC version and, and everything. So, um, but yeah, we're already getting into musicals and I, I was trying to wait until later to do that, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's a, it's a musical episode. So again, if you feel like bursting out in song, this is a safe space. <laughs> Don't talk to me with a good time. <laughs> um, but besides that, how's how's everybody been doing the last like I was gonna say a couple of weeks and already the last couple of days just felt like a week. Mm. So because mm -hmm. it's trash. Yeah. But other than you know, life being trash, doing great, you know. I'm here with you guys and it's gonna be a great show. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Have this to look forward to. I mean, the, the day didn't start off so great, but it's yeah. like, well, I have this to look forward to. I I also agree. It's it's been a rough day. I mean, I I felt like I should have known something was going to happen because this morning I walked into a full spider web going to my car. Oh, no. Yeah, like not not normally it's just maybe a single web or a single strand, but I think it was like a a full on web, and I'm. I almost can guarantee. I almost want to guarantee the spider was still there. Like I woke him up, or her, um, <laughs> and just I don't know. It was like the worst feeling, and I just wanted to take all my skin off and just you know leave it on the ground. That's why I set myself on fire. Just like, this, this yeah, I was like, just just take it. Just leave the skin there. Go back home. <laughs> I mean, not even home. I was home already. I just wanted to go back in the house and like, you know, today, this is a false start going back in the house. Um, and cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I just want to do that. Have him, you know, just lick my wounds. Although he'd probably just lick me because I don't have any skin. So just... <laughs> <laughs> I try to eat as a gross. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm a little, I am a little concerned. I probably shouldn't do that. Um, but then the day continued. I was almost crushed by one of my medical carts because, <laughs> yeah, um, now I do have to every day pretty much carry these huge uh, cases of solution. And they're like, I want to say they're like, a, but they're like four gallons in a box. So they're pretty heavy. And I had 10 of those actually 11 and uh i had to take this cart from out of a truck and use this whole lift system and then the lift thing was kind of on a slant so i felt like it was going to tip over and fall on me and i'm like wow this this is how i go out i'm going to fall off the end of this truck <laughs> by this cart <laughs> and i don't know if it's going out with a whimper and a bang or just the bang and then a whimper because and a splash and a splash <laughs> crush just like, oh, what a day. And then the elevator didn't work uh, for my job. So I'm like, well, I can't do any work. So I didn't. And I left because <laughs> there really wasn't anything I could do about that. So there was that. Also, and this, this didn't happen today, but I might as well. Uh, there's bears at my job. Like actual. Yeah, like uh, you know, actual maybe uh, probably grizzly bears. I wasn't there to see it. But the fact that they have it walked by the door that I actually go into the warehouse building to, you know, 
clock in for the day and clock out. Um, some people took pictures of said bear. So I'm like, oh, that's that's fantastic. Things are wild in Connecticut. Uh, they are. They are. And I mean, it was weird because the last few days we've been hearing like stories and reports about bears like hanging out in swimming pools and knocking on back doors so it is pretty hot this summer so i don't blame them yeah yeah and my mom made up a made a good point saying that you know we keep building into their right so Mm -hmm. so they're gonna come into our space pretty much Mm -hmm. pretty much so that's that's been the adventures that i've been having this well at least today and last the last week bears and spiders and oh my crazy medical cards <laughs> oh my indeed um, did i add that to my list i added a version of that to my list we're getting back to that soon <laughs> i had to I had to make sure I had, I had to keep going back i want to make sure i had a full list of of musicals that i enjoy and then and then we'll even get into it about like what actually qualifies as a musical because i think this came up in another uh conversation i think that came on twitter of what qualifies as a musical but we'll get to that we'll get to that So I think first what we'll do, we'll take a quick break. And when we return, I've got a word watch and I've got some Sheboygan news, which is not musical related, but it still is, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, nice. It's nice for a week that's been trash. This is some nice, (laughs) gentle news. So nice. Yes. When we return to the new podcast. podcast hey there do you like talking about your favorite comic book and characters or a tv series you love to binge or how goku from dragon ball z was trash but it was still your gateway anime but you're also interested in talking about different social issues and current events like representation black lives matter the me too movement or racism well then you're in luck I've got a podcast where we dive into all of that. It's called Speak On It. I'm your host, Nisha, a millennial that's just trying to live my black and nerdy life while also staying informed. So every episode, a guest and I will dive into a discussion that can cover everything from anime to activism and speak on it. You can head over to iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever else these RSS feeds go to subscribe, listen, and stay tuned. Talk to you soon. and we're back <laughs> that was nice <laughs> thank you thank you um encore <laughs> now it's time for word watch there's already a word watch jingle but word watch it's okay yeah yes um <laughs> word watch and i came across this word thanks to wait did i talk i didn't talk about it here before uh interbang i didn't talk about that on this podcast right Oh my. Mm, no. Interbang? Yes. Interbang. I learned this through uh, Vox Media has been releasing um, explained. It's usually like they have a, a, a word or something and then mm-hmm. they have it explained. It's on Netflix every week. Mm-hmm. And one week in particular, they talked about exclamation points. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I said. And then I watched it and it was actually very interesting. I mean, most. Pretty much all the episodes are, but this one in particular, it introduced the interbang to me, which I never knew what it, I, I mean, you've seen it, but you didn't know that it had it, or at least I didn't know it had a name. And interbang is a question and an exclamation. 
Oh, I didn't know that had a name. Yeah, it, it's got a name and it even has its own symbol, which is basically the exclamation point and the question mark combined together. Yes. together. Yes. Yes. I've seen that, but I thought it was always just a thing that somebody just made up to be cute. Like, I didn't think it was a real, legit, actual thing. It, it is. And they, they actually, somebody made it up like 60 years ago and it it made a presence and it's kind of gone and i think it's starting to make a comeback but some people don't know exactly how to get that character so they just type a question mark and an exclamation point so me too that's what i do yeah i do that too and then i kind of thought i was like does it make a difference what order you put it in i think it does yeah it does question mark has to come first yeah but there is the actual symbol and then um i I saw somebody on Twitter actually have that as their handle. I'm like, oh, look at you. Just think you're fancy. Aww, I'm going to make it. banging all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it part of my, my yeah, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Once I figure out how to do it. Well, I'll, I'll give you a little cheat. You can Google it and then you just copy and paste it wherever you need it once it shows up. Oh, so you can't um, just do it like with a keyboard? I mean, you. You probably can, like, if you can get like the special characters to come up on your keyboard, it might it might be there, but it might not. Hmm. I don't know, okay. but that's that's the easiest way I found it is just putting it in Google. But, I don't mind cheating. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. Because I mean, yeah. it takes too much work. Uh, the special code is to to get it. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna cheat. Yes, okay. <laughs> So yeah, that's the uh, that's the interbang, and um, I was actually spelling it wrong for a little while. I was calling it intrabang, and that's not a thing. But interbang—that's in case you want to Google it and find it for yourself and use it at you know will. In fact, you should. Uh, those people who are listening, send me a tweet and use the interbang, the actual interbang, not the question mark exclamation point. Use the actual interbang. And tweet anything. Just, you know, ask me a question, but use the interbang. Actually, yeah, use the uh, ask and do hashtag and ask me a question, but use that. So that way, when I read your question, I will have to yell it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's why. Okay, so now we will move on to Sheboygan News. Good morning, Sheboygan. The Sheboygan Society of Scale Model Railroad Engineering its summer open house, train show, and brat fry this Saturday and Sunday, July 28th to 29th. If you're listening to this August 1st, I'm sorry you missed it. <laughs> the family-friendly event will be held from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Sheboygan uh, Railroad Museum. Uh, I'm going to give the whole address, but... You know, if you're not in Sheboygan, don't worry about it. Uh, Each day, uh, the society is celebrating its 41st year of providing model railroading opportunities for all. Admission is free, but donations are welcome. There will be an interactive area for small children along with a brat fry. Uh, The members of the museum look forward to demonstrating the construction and operation process of the world's greatest hobby, model railroading i'll take a quick break here and say i also picked the story because i actually do have an interest in model trains not enough to collect them but like i would i would go to this if i you know lived closer because they're, they're cool i you know i like looking looking little trains you know riding around and everything but you got a little conductor hat 
Um, <laughs> I would get one. Yes, I would get one. And then, you know, I'm here for the trains and just be all excited. And... <laughs> choo, choo. And, yeah, just you know, a little bit and have my, my little uh, train whistle thing. And like, oh, look at that one. It's red. And but uh, moving on <laughs> this year, March the 41st. And okay, I read that already. Uh, oh, uh, the group owns the museum building and focuses on the pr preservation of railroad history and models. It has a large collection of railroad dating back more than 100 years. In addition, the large railroad artifacts artifacts on display there are model railroads in six different scales from tiny z scale to g scale which i had no idea that was a thing but you learn something every day one of them for example replicates the what a typical lionel layout would have looked like in the mid 50s an ho model represents sheboygan in the mid to late 1960s each has a particular theme in mind and will show just how railroads serve in various areas of the country. Occupying two levels, the large HO scale layout is operated completely by computer using software uh, specifically programmed for it. The two levels are connected by an operational helix and that allows the trains to travel between the levels. Many electrical upgrades have also been done to the scenery, including lighting for the roundhouse. Ooh, I wonder what that is. All building expenses, including the construction of displays, are self-funded primarily by members. The society depends on donations and fundraisers. For more information, visit www.sssmre.org. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Get thee to the museum. Yes, mm -hmm. please. And, and donate so they can continue to run their trains for aspiring... Uh, children like myself, so I can enjoy that. All right. Now we will take one more break and when we return, we will uh, focus on the the main picture, I guess. Main, main event. Yeah. Main event. Yeah. Main event. Main event. Main number. <laughs> when, <laughs> when do we return to the new podcast? Mm -hmm. Hindu Podcast. Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Victor. And this is Megashane. Megashane is a queer, people of color, weekly podcast, and we talk about anything from drag, to comics, to video games, to... Boys. And anything else in between. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to listen to us, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And you can follow us on Megashing Pod and Megashing on Twitter. That's right. So, follow us, talk to us. We'll be here. And we out. And we are back to the Indu Podcast. Uh, I couldn't think of a melody, so I just. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yes, uh, I think we'll start with the Black History Fact, and that will kind of just lead us into the topic of Hollywood musicals. But then we'll also discuss what makes a Hollywood musical. But before we even begin, let's just get into the Black History Fact. Black History. Black History. Black History. Black History. Facts, which is all about. Um, a Cabin in the Sky. Berto, ah. are you familiar with this? You I already know. said ah. <laughs> I remember when you watched this. 
Oh yeah, okay. Because I think I was tweeting about it. Um, so it's not really a fact per se that I have. I just really wanted to just highlight it because this was a movie that was recommended to me like I almost want to say like ten years ago, and it's been out. Uh, well, it came out in nineteen fifty, no, uh, nineteen forty-two, I believe, and starring. Wow, my. Yes, my pages. There they are. Okay. I was waiting for my pages to load. Berto uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, Berto, right there. Uh, yes, <laughs> Ethel, Ethel Waters, uh, Eddie Rochester Anderson, who Rochester I was familiar with since listening to the old radio programs from Jack Benny, and um, Lena Horne, where this was her, pretty much her only, I think, music, not music, uh, her first and only leading role in an MGM musical. That's what it was. And I did not know it at the time, but uh, Lena Horne was definitely Bay back then. This is something I remember tweeting like, oh, OK, I understand why uh, little Joe Jackson was a little uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty occupied. Mm -hmm. That sweet honey in the honeycomb. Yeah, <laughs> but also made me wonder what she found him interesting. But you know, I don't know. You know, everybody's got a type, I guess. Hey, he was uh, a fox back in the day. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Uh, Louis Armstrong is also in this. He, he apparently he had a larger role in the movie, but I guess they cut it out, unfortunately. And uh, several other people, Bill Bailey, who I do remember him. Uh, but it was just just a, a really great movie. It's still in my DVR. That's one I could not part with. I'm like, I do want to watch this again until I purchase it so I can own it uh, because it was it was better than what I expected. And I was expecting it to be. You know, good, but I found it to be pretty great. So uh, the the humor is definitely there. It, it laughed. And I think what really made it for me was I was not expecting to see an all black cast in black and white and not being portrayed as like uh, stereo stereotypical black people. So mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed that that aspect of it. Nice. Have you have you seen it before, Berto? Uh, I have, yes. Um, it's not one of my favorite scores, but it definitely has like some songs that I just like loved right away, like "Honey in the Honeycomb," "Cabin in the Sky." I just think is a is a beautiful number. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's definitely a must watch. I think it's such a it's, it's a simple story, but it's a, it's lovely. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree. I definitely it's basically agree. the story of Job. Ah, yes. Okay. Hmm. I did not put that together. I think I just took it as um, kind of like a cautionary tale. And to back up a little bit, the movie itself is about uh, our our hero. I want to call him Rochester, but his name in the movie is um, Joe Jackson. And uh, he isn't doing the best with his life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he dies. And pretty much the team devil and team angel decide to kind of wager a bet and seeing who gets his life or where he gets to go and they'd send him back to earth and um well not to earth but send him back to life and then allow him to kind of pick mm -hmm. that's my favorite part of it just like the angel and the devil just fighting over him yes <laughs> trying to it tempt him one way or the other i i like that too it was uh it was actually it was very funny um and just well done. So, and he has to choose uh, how how he's going to live his life and do right by his wife 
and just be a better person. <laughs> Does he succeed? You have to watch the movie and find out. <laughs> nice. So, yes, that opens up the topic, I guess, for first of all, I think I want to clarify what uh, makes a musical because I wrote out a list and then my list ended up being broken into three parts where I have it or they're actual Hollywood musicals where they're they're singing. They just randomly break out in song and start dancing and singing or they it's it's a movie where singing is expected such as if it's a movie about a band or a singing group or there's just songs throughout like hey we have to practice this number and then they sing it and i have examples mm-hmm. of that and then also animated movies because mm-hmm. there's a lot of musicals for that yes lots mm-hmm. yes and i kind of i only there are many but i narrowed it down to just four that i could just watch at any given moment and just be happy <laughs> and uh, those four being, in no particular order, uh, Chipmunk Adventure. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason why that's on the list, like, and I, because I, I normally would have forgotten it, but there was a tweet that came up and I just started tweeting. I'll get into it later. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Aladdin, mm-hmm. obviously, and my personal favorite, a goofy movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, there, there are. They have a whole musical number in the car. People are dancing on cars. Like this is like way before La La Land ever tried to make it popular. So I stand <laughs> by the fact that I think a goofy movie would make a really good musical, like a stage show. Uh-huh. Oh, a stage show. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, the Powerline concerts. Oh my goodness, that should be amazing. <laughs> but well, a goofy movie is just one of my personal favorite movies anyway. But Huh, it speaks to me. So there is that. I'm just going to go through the rest of my list and then we can discuss your lists. I'm pretty sure you have many. And there is one particular movie that I know is not on my list. And we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> the movies that I feel that are kind of in between uh, and we can kind of debate whether these are considered musicals, but uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. You have uh, to explain that one. Yeah, I'm going with it. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's it's about a band, and they mm-hmm. you know have many numbers that they you know play music or play their songs, and and then there's other bands that also sing, so they have you know musical numbers. But mm-hmm. there even is a Bollywood scene, so you know there's that. True. Um, the Temptations, the movie about the Temptations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we have uh, Purple Rain. Mm, yeah. And lastly, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to preface this. Like the movie's not great, but I love the music. And that's for the fighting temptations. That's right. They're two different movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are my like questionable if they are musicals or not. Hmm. Well, did you ever, did we ever discuss, like, did you ever describe what makes a musical? What? Well, I, I kind of, well, from the beginning, I said, like, if it's, if they just kind of break out in song, but they also have like a dance number that goes with it too. Got it. And it's okay. mostly like, it's mostly, I don't want to say mostly music or mostly singing because I was a little, 
I was going to say disappointed, but I wasn't disappointed is too strong of a word. I was a little misled by um, 1776. I thought there was going to be more singing in that movie than what there was. Mm -hmm. Oh, that one's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't bothered by it. I, I really only watched it because of Hamilton and sad to find out that he was not in it. But that's because <laughs> Hamilton mm -hmm. was about fighting at the time that this was taking place. So. Got it. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, now, with that said, I added Blues Brothers to the list of actual musicals because they actually do break out in song and dance pretty often, like at random spots. Like I'm thinking of when they met with um, Ray Charles and everybody's dancing in the street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, for me, qualifies as a musical. And because there's many, many musical numbers within that film and Blues Brothers 2000, which I have recently, I'm okay admitting is a terrible movie, but I love it. And that was actually my introduction into Blues Brothers. So, so be it. Hmm. Have, either, have either of you seen either one of the <laughs> movies? I don't think I've ever seen Blue Brothers from beginning to end. I know I've seen chunks of it, but I don't know if I've ever actually seen the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I I stand by them both, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. You have that. You 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 have that right to do so. Yes, right. I haven't seen Blues Brothers. Hmm. I always somehow avoided it, not purposely. <laughs> I just never. I've never seen it. Same. I, yeah, I never had like a good reason to avoid to it. Watch I just, it. Yeah, just kind of like <laughs> never, <laughs> never came. It was like, let me sit and watch this. It just, mm -hmm. just never happened. Mm -hmm. That's that's fair. That's fair. And now I'll actually get into the traditional musicals. Like, they, it actually says like, hey, this is a musical. This is not like anything else. <laughs> um, Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. new edition. Uh, is Top Hat because I just saw that like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. I really like this. So, uh, Dream Girls is a big favorite of mine. Yeah. Yes. Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Yeah. 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 The Wiz. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And lastly, what I was actually partying to uh, earlier this evening. Uh, and again, the movie isn't great, but the music, the yeah, the music and the dancing is absolutely. You better not say my movie. I know that. Go ahead. I'm afraid now. I don't think so because I don't think you've seen it. I don't think you've seen this one yet. Oh my god, <laughs> okay. I do. I forgot one. Okay, before I, I know, I just built that one up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm throwing Moulin Rouge in there, but um, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But the one I was building up was The Greatest Showman. Oh, okay, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. that one. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to. You didn't want to? No. <laughs> and why I not? actually, yeah, why, why didn't you want it? Because I, I, I recently heard somebody say they don't want to watch it either, but I, I want to um, see the same reason. The songs, the, the songs I have heard, I am not a fan of. It sounds very overproduced, generic mm. pop. It feels like it could, it could have been a top 40 pop song. It could have been in, in the soundtrack of a movie. It could have been anywhere. There's nothing special about it it just could sound like anything and mm. i also have like i have always wanted hugh jackman to star in there's a there's a stage show called barnum which is basically what greatest showman tried to do mm -hmm. um and i've always felt hugh jackman is perfect casting for that show really and it just kills me that he did barnum but 
not actually Bar None. It was like this mm. offshoot. And I just, the music was just, I did not like it at all. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, and I'm just like, nope. It's funny you mentioned that because that's what they were going for. Like the whole pop, you know, like it could be very contemporary, but yeah, I have this theory about those songwriters and that, but I feel like what they really want to be are pop songwriters, not so much female mm. writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was a fan of them when they were first starting out, but all their new stuff is very poppy. And I just feel like that's really what they want to do mm-hmm. rather than write like a theater score. But that's my personal opinion. Hmm, I see. Well, their music does, from what I've heard of it. I mean, I and I, I like. I've only heard like two of the songs from it, but and and no buts. I mean, but it does <laughs> sound very popish and very like you can hear it on. You can listen to it on the radio. It's not. There's a well. I guess part of the part of the appeal to a lot of theater music is the is it's very much meant for the stage and it's meant to be voiced like from an actor live on the stage so that the person in the back you know in the nosebleed section can hear it not so much perfectly well most of the time it's perfectly pitched but you know what I mean it's very (laughs) you know not super like you said overproduced and perfected by a studio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, so I, that makes that makes sense because yeah, I, I it felt definitely, like it manufactured to me. Yeah, yeah, I get that vibe from that movie and and the songs in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I I would agree it it does, but I think because um, I wouldn't see it in the theater and I was bored by the parts where they weren't singing. <laughs> but then mm-hmm. once those production numbers came up and it really was a production, like. Oh, this is what I'm here for because it, it really felt like a show. Like they were really putting on a show, and maybe it was it was partly it was partly the music and it was also partly just the spectacle of it all. And I think that's what grabbed me. So when I hear the music, I think of what I saw, and well, that goes back just... to what you're saying about like what makes a musical a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what makes a musical a musical is that the show or property, what have you is the music driving the story if, because normally, um, and there are obvious exceptions, but the superficial like definition is that like the book or like the plot is usually lesser than, and mm-hmm. you're kind of just like waiting, let's get to the next song. Great. And then you love it and it's like, okay, talk, 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 wait for the next song. <laughs> so really what makes, yeah, it's like usually what makes a musical is, it's those production numbers, it's those songs that are carrying the, the the show along whereas like you mentioned 1776 i it's considered a musical but i would call it a play with music where Mm. it's Mm. the story it's the words the conversations Mm -hmm. that are carrying the story but also there has happens to be songs yes Mm. yeah that definitely describes it because i'm like i thought this was a musical you're talking way too much and it wasn't really fun either but i mean it wasn't bad but it was just wasn't what i expected because it could be like 1776 would be if you took the songs out and some of those i mean i think the songs are great but if you took Mm -hmm. the songs out it still works as a very good play Mm -hmm. yeah it does it it does i think that's the difference like if you can take the songs out like and it's still a movie yeah Mm mm-hmm 
venue just couldn't call it a musical at all. So exactly, like, mm-hmm. if, yeah. If the story doesn't progress; it doesn't move along without mm-hmm. the music that you took out. Then, it, yeah. You know what? Then a goofy movie is a musical because it wouldn't work. Oh, I, I completely agree. I would call that a musical, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't have, you know, eye to eye. I mean, what's the whole point of going to the concert if you're not going <laughs> to do the perfect cast? I mean, come on. <laughs> <sighs> you know, okay. I think uh, Scott Pilgrim then works too, because maybe. Because I think the other part for me is like the characters have to be singing. It's not. It's not a soundtrack. It's 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 them. Right. Like we're singing the song. Providing them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because because I think that's probably another episode where we have to talk about best best soundtracks to a movie. Because that's Ooh, that'd be a hard one to pick. It, it would be. It would. <laughs> yeah. Be. Oh, and I had one to tip my tongue too. Um, oh, but I could tell you, I we I could fight you on best scores though. Best movie scores, I got you on yeah. that one. That's a little I know bit you easier. <laughs> I know you, and I know one of them would be. Oh my god, I can't remember. It's a Tom Cruise movie, and I can't remember the name of it. Oh, World War War of the Worlds. No, not that, that one. It's funny. in the future. In the future, like, uh, like he's the almost one with uh, Emily Blunt. Not that one. <laughs> um, um, and the 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 composers are M eighty three, I think. Oh, um, Oblivion. Yes. Oh. oh my god, I love that score so much. I listen to it. That's perfect writing music. Like it's so like it's perfect. The whole score, score it's perfect. The movie, but the yeah. score is so good. Oh, uh, for me, that's Gladiator. I think that one's a perfect score. Yeah, that's a good. Oh, yeah, I score. Yeah. obsessed with that since I was a kid. Yes. 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 Great score. Like it tells us with just listening to the the score it's just like it tells a story just like a range of emotions that's mm-hmm. that is great for like creating writing mm-hmm. art whatever i've always said that this the a, a movie's musical score serves as a character in and of itself it, it a good score at least like it's its own character Absolutely. of course mm-hmm. its goal i believe it's like core goal is to advance and enhance the movie and the characters on the screen but a really truly good score will stand on its own apart from the the movie the visual part of the story and it will be its own character believe it or not the first transformers um movie has a beautiful score it's beautiful Hmm. Mm -hmm. the movie i mean transformers the movie was really good as well but the score to it oh oh yeah it's 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 one of my favorites i'll have to uh revisit not that i have a mm-hmm. problem revisiting that movie because of course it's just fun it's the best one of the franchise yeah that's honestly me with uh the the third pirates of the caribbean that world's yes. end yes oh, that my core, god like oh it's it's what perfect. i think of there's the movie isn't great it's but okay though. it's okay <laughs> it's like there's the score is just so powerful that like it, really it almost is. tricks you into thinking you're watching something amazing. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're it's really right. So emotional and just like you feel it in your core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. I I know that Christopher Nolan is great with his movies and his scores because oh, Inception yeah. and Interstellar both. Because yes. yes. they like to work together. Oh, oh and I love Hans Zimmer. He's a, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. 
that's that was the name i was looking for but yes because i was thinking of inception but also just feeling it in your core and being in the theater for interstellar i'm like i they really blasted some of that music and you felt it in deep in your soul like it was vibrating like oh okay um we're moving in space now we're getting closer (laughs) to the black hole Uh, i forgot there was another one uh and it just slipped away Hmm. oh well come back to me but we're not talking about scores we're talking about musicals (laughs) yes Um, yes (laughs) and i trying to make sure i didn't leave any of them out and there was a tv show on netflix and i did not write it down i knew i should have because i was going to forget it but it was it only lasted for a season slash season and a half and um and it was by baz lerman and it dealt with hip hop, and I cannot think of the name of it. Oh, oh, um, but, um, the, um, the, oh, <laughs> <laughs> the DJs, yeah, um, that one. Uh, the get down. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, Thank you, thank you. Yes, gotcha. uh, I wanted to submit that also. That was definitely. Yes. I would consider that a musical for sure. Mm-hmm. Which I really liked. I really, I really enjoyed it, and I wish they at least gave us an ending because it did not have an ending. So yeah, that's a <sighs> shame. It is, but I'll I'll let it go. Let mm-hmm. me go. Yeah, we uh, don't wanna we don't wanna cry tonight. Right. Um but I know I I know I left other musicals off. There are definitely many that are much more famous or popular, but they're just not, you know, my favorite. I've seen uh West Side Story, but it's not my favorite. I like it. Mm-hmm. So you know it is what it is. Um what is another one that I know? I know I'm leaving out uh, Les Mis. I figured you two can handle that one. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I think we fought enough about that one. We have fought enough about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be- because I do know I, I've been waiting to watch it. I have not seen it. I know when I had the opportunity to see it, I was just not interested. But I also didn't know the two of you. So you guys didn't really like, <laughs> it's like hey, we you should go watch it now. Too. <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm I'm aware and I'm like, okay, it's not as miserable as the title suggests. <laughs> um, it's um, well, yeah. mm, well, I mean, just mm, it. Yeah. Mm, I, I can't like comment to that. <laughs> well, I, I have mean, to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to watch it with like more uh, interest. I'll put it that way because mm-hmm. I had no interest before, and I'm like, this just looks terrible not terrible as in it's a bad production but it's just terrible like i'm going to feel terrible afterwards right <laughs> maybe right. you might right you, know, of, you do well, but you also feel very uplifted too. right and it's a very hopeful. emotional experience it is it's an emotional experience i mean but but you feel hope throughout it you feel like righteous indignation a lot through it yes and it's a lot of i mean it's a to, to me ultimately it's a story about forgiveness and mm-hmm. i think that's gotten by the end of the by the end of the piece, so <laughs> in the words of Hamilton, uh-huh. <laughs> don't uh uh-uh, uh we can't no we can't we can't talk about that song though because well, I start crying. Well, <laughs> no, I, I think it's a yeah I think it's very about forgiveness about it's about hope and mm-hmm. I, as many times I have seen that that musical like the movie the stage show listen to the music the ending never fails to just yeah. like hit me right in the feels and I, you know, get a little misty. Hmm. 
Well, mm-hmm. I'll take that yeah. as a warning. I'll take that as a warning. Good times, though. But good times. <laughs> <laughs> Best time you'll ever be crying. Right. <laughs> well, Berta, what are some other musicals that you uh, like really, really love and want to add to your like your best of list yeah um i mean if i want to sound you know very smart and you know thought-provoking i would say that my favorite musicals are carousel and cabaret Mm -hmm. but if i want to just answer from like an emotional personal response it's aida Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's a very cheesy musical it's not perfect but I get and I have an emotional response to it because it's the first show that I saw with my family where the four of us all have the exact same like response and feelings about it. And then we went to dinner afterwards and just spent dinner talking about it, which we had never done with anything we've seen. Mm. And we have since gone back to see different productions of it. Um, and to this day, my parents just like, oh, Aida, that's a show. <laughs> um, so I, I love it. And I mean, it stars the fabulous Heather Headley in the original cast. Yeah. So you just know it's incredible singing. It's written by Elton John. So it's very emotional nice. music. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from that, like, so yeah, Carousel, Cabaret, Little Shop of Horrors, one of my favorites, Dreamgirls. Um, I really like the darker stuff. So some of my favorites aren't the most successful ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, one of my favorites is Sideshow, which is a musical about uh, conjoined twins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chess, which is a musical about essentially the Cold War. Okay. And it has a, a score written by the, um, the two men of ABBA. Hmm. Hmm, okay. And you wouldn't guess that it was it was ABBA. <laughs> it's <laughs> very like 80s like pop rock score. It is very complex, mm-hmm. but it's by the same people who wrote Dancing Queen. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I, I want you to know that uh Turner Classic Movie uh, last month they had a whole special uh month of musicals and i was trying to catch as many as i could because of like okay i'm gonna have birdo on he's gonna you know oh yeah throw some musicals at me <laughs> and i want to be ready and my fair lady funny girl well you didn't name any of those <laughs> <laughs> well i could go on and on and trying to live by myself <laughs> um but yeah i i I think i have met my fair lady recorded but i mean there's still several that's recorded i haven't watched but yeah Can none of see? but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working on it I'm, I'm doing the best i can <sighs> but there are there really are a lot of them and i'm just trying to just, i'm just trying to get to your level well somewhat <laughs> to your level oh that's gonna be hard <laughs> it, it is it is i, 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 I take I it to, i take it to an extreme <laughs> you, you do and, I, and i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it to that level but I, I just i just oh, want to yeah, might yeah mine might take a lifetime but you might get there in my defense like i have i have met people who like oh they you know they theater geeks but they i feel like they take it to an extreme where it's like oh i am you know i'm going to meet the cast after every after every show you know wait mm-hmm. in line mm-hmm. and i'm gonna see this show 40 times like mm-hmm. i i'm obsessive but i feel more it's like because it's my passion like i i genuinely love it 
I'm not going to go stalk, you know, theater <laughs> actors on their social medias anymore. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> okay, so do you, do you have those little um, binoculars on a stick? No, but I want some. No, oh, okay. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I always sit up close, so I wouldn't need them. <laughs> Well, you can, you know, just, just, it's like, oh, he's got a mole on that side of his face or something. I basically you know? want to recreate that scene from Pretty Woman, which is like, these are broken. Mine are broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and Courtney, do you have any musicals you would like to shout out here? Or any totally. Totally. So I'm pretty sort of new to the musical realm. Um, obviously obviously newer than Fertile here um but one of my faves is the rocky horror picture show yes. oh my god i forgot that one. Oh yes. my god. So good i love it so much uh, oh my god oh, is Everything that the one it... is that the one you were you were afraid i was gonna say yes okay <laughs> i just knew you were gonna say it you were gonna steal it from me and i forgot it okay go good on, go good on. good oh. so i love that yes. i love that show so much i have yet to see it live um, meaning, well, I well, I know there, I know that there's stage productions of it, but I'm the live I'm talking about is watching the movie in the yes. theater around Halloween, where the audience participates and you know acts out everything and and sings the songs and stuff. And of course, I want to see it, you know, a stage production, but I feel like I need to watch the original movie. Um, my first experience live needs to be watching the original film in the theater the way that it was originally presented to the world and experiencing with a very lively audience. And so I have yet to do that. I have tried for two years now around <laughs> Halloween. I, I recommend that it. it's an experience. <laughs> I, I haven't done the, the live movie, but I have done the live stage production, which was just as I can't. I want to see it. I want to yeah. do. Yeah, I want to do it. You know, eventually it's going to happen. But because I have literally been trying for two years to watch this dang movie <laughs> in the theater around Halloween, like the first year, I was like, "Oh, I can watch this movie in the in like in at the theater." I didn't know that was a thing, and so mm -hmm. I waited too late. Second year, it almost happened, and then it sold out, and I was devastated. And then I almost got a ticket, and then the person flaked on me, and it was I was devastated. So this year, dang it, it's going to happen. But um, I love come to Boston, so we will do it. They do it every year. And would believe it or not, here in Arkansas, they do it every year too. I just either it sells out really, really, really quickly, or I find out like I'm reminded of it too late, and then it's already sold out. So, believe it or not, it's here too, and apparently it's a thing. So. It's gonna happen somewhere or the other. I'm gonna see this movie. I'll <laughs> say so you, you'd, you'd hate me so much if I just like, oh yeah, I, went, I just strolled right yeah, in. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I would actually hate you very much. So don't do that. It, but um, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So you're good. Uh, anyway, it does uh -huh. sell out though. It, it, it really quickly, like so. Love it. Right, and like even the shows here um, in conservative Bible Belt, Arkansas. Like there'll be multiple showings over, you know, a few days during the week and then on the weekend and they're all selling out really quickly. So I am going to be on the lookout and like, matter of fact, I'm going to make a reminder <laughs> in my calendar right now <laughs> so that I do not miss it for like, I'll start looking in September or something, but yeah. So that is one of my fave musicals. Um, more recently, well, I love Les Mis very mm -hmm. much. Yep. I I think my first introduction to Les Mis was 
believe it or not, the movie. <laughs> the movie that really? came out, yeah, just a couple, what, a few years ago. Yeah. And I didn't like I said, is is it are they, are they gonna be singing the whole time? Okay. Because um, <laughs> hmm. I had all I had heard of Lay Miz all my life, you know, but I never it's just like, oh Lay Miz, okay, whatever. And went on about my day. But I did not know Lay Miz. I didn't get it. And then I went to see it and you know, I saw the live well it wasn't a live movie, but they were singing live whatever so the movie um with Russell Crowe and Anne Hathaway and um Hugh Jackman and mm-hmm. others others and yeah. I wasn't a you know it was okay but I wasn't a huge, fa- a huge fan I'm I'm sorry that that was my first introduction to Les Mis um and then I was introduced to the stage play and I got it that's when I realized what I was missing all my life and now I'm a huge fan and I love it and I love it and I love it Hmm. 10th anniversary cast is my favorite <laughs> it is very 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 good just saying so I say, I also, we're not about to rehash that whole no okay, we're not good. gonna start the group chat fight <laughs> yeah so listeners roberto and i had a very lively discussion on <laughs> which cast was the better cast he feels that the original london cast which I, which is the original cast, right? The original, yes. yeah. He feels the original cast is the best, whereas I feel like the tenth anniversary cast is the the better of the two. Um, we all know who's right; it's me, and uh, they're just better. I feel like they're perfected it. Called the Dreamcast. So thank you. I, will give I you know, that. right? I will. I'm just saying that my personal preference is the original, but mm-hmm. there's but the 10th anniversary is perfection. I will it's not perfection. deny. I'm telling you, like, it's, it's just, well, and, and to be honest, like, that's my first introduction to, like, uh, aside from the movie, which was. It was my first introduction the, to the show, actually. Yes. My, so, the, I mean, and I, I consider the, the 10th anniversary cast my introduction to Les Mis. Technically, it was the movie, but I didn't. I don't count that. So 10th anniversary was my introduction. So of course that I feel like I'm going to be a little bit partial to, to that, to that cast, you know? So I respect that. Okay. Yeah. And I respect the originals. (laughs) So I I just, I just want to tell the uh, listeners uh, and Dubians that um, this conversation in the group chat started (laughs) with 10th anniversary squad. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. And it just went on for like, 25 minutes of Uh like names and eventually somebody said Les Mis and like oh okay (laughs) moving on and then that's 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 what happened um uh, what else is on your list so Hamilton is on my list I love that show everything about it I haven't yeah I haven't heard any of the you know outside of the original cast I think all of the original cast members have been replaced now they've all moved on to do other things and um, have made way for some awesome, you know, actors and actresses, but I don't really, I haven't actually heard the new people. So um, I'm sure they're great, but you know, Hamilton, I love the story of it. I've never been as interested in history, (laughs) like accurate history, but just the way that it was, I feel like it kind of changed um, the face of, 
of theater as as it used to be maybe it was very I don't know it just changed the face of it and it was present theater and and plays were presented in such a new way to me with with Hamilton so one day I hope to see it live I'm working on that um but until then I love listening to the cast album the original cast album and just you know jamming out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well since you mentioned it I guess I can read this uh article I, w- I didn't include hamilton for me on my list because it's not on like film yet or yeah uh, a movie uh but i will read this which came out today uh hamilton might be heading to the big screen exclamation point hold on so i have to re re i have to reread that <laughs> hamilton might be heading to the big screen okay because there's an exclamation point. according to the wall street journal a bidding war is underway for the rights to a big screen version of the broadway hit the musical would be filmed on stage uh, mm. onstage version of the musical that was recorded in 2016 featuring creator Lin-Manuel Miranda in the title role as well as the other original cast members. Whether the film is eventually shown in movie theaters or via a streaming service like Netflix, oh, it will, yes. will reportedly not hit the screen until 2020 or 2021. Uh, yes. Production. And then it goes on to say we're... Take my money. Stuff. Yes. Just take but, yeah, you, I was a little worried when you said a film, like a film version, because I was like, are they going to do like a light myth with it? But um, if it's because I know that they've they've recorded or they like they filmed right. um, the state with the originals, I will pay for that. I will pay yeah. good money for that, actually, <laughs> as, so, as will I. And yeah. I, I don't know. I get like a strong sense that when it does come time for them to do the movie, which I feel is still it's too soon for that to happen. But mm. when they do, I, I I would really want to think that if the cast members, all the original cast members want to come back, that that they should. But well, well, we'll but see. scheduling and I, I just feel like now that they're dispersed, yeah. I mean, it can happen, but yeah. You know, once once you're dispersed, it's hard to get everybody back in one place. You know, they're all doing things. So, oh, I I definitely agree. But that's that's what the scheduling's for. They they make it happen. They have it months, almost like years, years in advance. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, okay, well, I have this this open for you know, I think what two months, three months, just just to shoot it, and then you know, yeah, editing and whatnot. So they they can make it happen. I mm-hmm. I have faith. They they <laughs> they believe in you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know if you have more on your list. The musical that always comes to mind for me is Lion King. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it. I knew it because we talked about it before. I love the Lion King musical. The The original cartoon movie obviously is, is a great musical, but the stage play is also brilliant. It's, yes. it's, I was listening to it yesterday. Right, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those that is like constantly on repeat for me, but I mean, the stage play is just, it's beautiful. It's the way that the actors are animals. Like, I don't even know how to, like, that's the best way I know how to say it. So, and if you've seen it, you like, you get it, but I don't know how to, just the costuming and the design of the set and the music, the the singing itself is very much like, I feel like the Lion King, the Disney cartoon version was obviously brilliant. It was great, but it didn't quite tap into the African like roots of music and things like that. Whereas the stage play it just brings it out. And then there's so many like people of color in that, in that, in the stage play version. And it's just, 
I just, it's just, I, I saw it years ago. Um, I don't even know how long ago now, but it was, it was years and years ago. But every time I think of a performance or just a moment in my life that means something, that's one of the things that I, you know, that comes to mind because I talk, I took my mom for, I believe Mother's Day. I don't, it was either Mother's Day or her birthday. It was something significant to my mom, but she, you know, she loves like the Lion King and things. So I took her to, to see that. And I just remember it being one of the best investments I've ever made. Mm. Um, you know, just, we were, we, we didn't have the best seats, but the, the, the show is set up so that no matter where you sit, it kind of works out for you. Like, because the actors who are animals, they walk down the aisles and they're like, six, ten foot high, you know, some of them because of how the costume design is. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's completely immersive and it's, it's an experience. And so the, the musical itself is great. Yes. But the experience that I had was just so much deeper because of, um, you know, the significance of it with, with being with my mom and, like we had to travel out of town to see it and it was that was a whole thing. So it was just mm-hmm. it was just great. It's great. And so I love listening to the um the cast, the the Broadway cast uh album and kind of reliving that, but also just hearing hearing that African those African roots in the music and um the different songs that you hear in the in the stage production that you don't hear in the in the movie. Um but I also love the original movie. Um, um, numbers as well so I just I love it I thought about adding that to my list as well but I'm like oh no I'll go to Aladdin because that one <laughs> that one I, I actually saw I that do one love the Aladdin yes. I do love Aladdin I haven't seen that one on the stage so it's currently in Boston right now but I'm not really interested in seeing the stage I like the really? movie too much yeah. Yeah. it's not like I, I'm not actually a fan of the Disney musicals on stage mm, with the mm-hmm. exception of Lion King because mm-hmm. it did something so extraordinary and different where I feel like the other ones are very straightforward. So I feel mm-hmm. like I'm watching the Disneyland like 40 minute mm-hmm. live shows that they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I've seen, I've seen like Little Mermaid, which actually, I actually like Little Mermaid. It wasn't great, but I liked it. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast, for example, I really didn't like. What? I because, love it. Because, <laughs> but I have a good reason. So I, you know, from California, I grew up going to Disneyland multiple times a year, like all throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. And before, before they ever made that show for Broadway, they had this 40 minute stage show at Disneyland, Beauty and the Beast. Wow. So mm-hmm. it was actually, um, that was actually the trial run. Mm. for what mm. became the musical so oh, they were wow. trying they were still that. kind of experimenting of getting into into theater mm. and so they created this beauty and the beast live show at disneyland mm-hmm. and it was just constantly popular i mean i, I still remember waiting in line <laughs> in like outside just like constantly in line just to get into this show yeah um and this this shows they do like multiple shows every day and it was constantly sold out. You couldn't get into it. Wow. So they took that show and they just added an hour or so to it and added songs to it. So when I finally watched Beauty and the Beast on stage, you know, the Broadway mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I've seen this already. And everything <laughs> added, 
wasn't anything that special. It felt very tacked on where it didn't yeah. have the magic of the, the original movie songs. Mm-hmm. So I just, I wasn't a fan. I felt like I was just watching something that I watched, you know, well, quote unquote for free. Cause like you pay a hundred bucks to get into Disney. Right. Right. But, uh, oh, it's yeah. not like something I watch for free that I'm now paying X amount of dollars to see. And you don't even like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lion gotcha. King, yeah, the best way to, ex- to describe that, it's an experience and it's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to add that to my list and I don't know if, I don't know where it's playing. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up because I, I feel your uh, uh, Berto's antennae already came trying to find it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I have a question. What was your, what was the first musical you guys ever saw either like on a movie or on stage? it actually may have been beauty and the beast i remember going to the theater to see it like the movie theater to see like actually it wasn't a movie theater it was a drive-in oh jealous <laughs> wow i've never <laughs> been to one i've always only gone to a drive-in me neither um i i don't know if this is going to make things worse but there is a drive-in in connecticut and i think this weekend they're playing the princess bride oh, oh wow. wow that's amazing yeah um i can, I can come up there then yeah, I mean, I've been trying to for like <laughs> months, years, years, yes, years, decades. But um, <laughs> I feel like there's there's actual stage musical, but I can't think of what it may have been. And it probably was in college because we had like, you know, people put on shows and whatnot. So but I can't think of anything. So I'll I'll just say being the beast um, at the drive in with, with my family. And I think you, my best friend, we had like, you know, snacks and actual concession stand. You had to go way over in the back to get, you know, stuff. <laughs> Love it. That's cool. Uh, I, I think my first musical, it was a Disney movie, I'm sure. So it's probably beauty and the beast or lion King. I remember seeing lion King in the movies. Um, and that was like 90, what? 95 ish. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one I remember. Um, actually, I was thinking the Nutcracker, but that's not a musical. That's a. It has right. music, obviously, but there's no, you know, singing. There's no dialogue. Even I don't think there's any dialogue in the Nutcracker. Oh yeah, there isn't. Yeah, it's, it's just a ballet. But it's a it's yeah. a ballet, so that I guess that doesn't count. But yeah, I guess my first musicals would be Disney based. Yeah, I had uh, a lot of Disney. We, I mean, we had a whole collection of Disney VHSs. Oh, yeah. Oh, those, yeah. those crunchy, big cases. <laughs> that you couldn't open at night. Yep. And then I would keep rearranging them either by alphabetical order or by color. Like if like, <laughs> yes. you know, this, this is a darker blue and this is a lighter blue. And then they started, yeah. uh-huh. they started messing me up because some of them had like a uh, dark blue at the top and then a green at the bottom. Like, what are you doing? How, do, how am I supposed to fit this in my color scheme? But the pressure, right? It was so much pressure because uh-huh. only I cared, but you know. Right. Uh, and Berto, what was your first experience? Because, I mean, you've been living this life of musicals, clearly. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my I lucked out that my parents actually have always been like really supportive of the arts. They, they're big fans themselves, so I Technically, the first musical I saw was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Nice. But yeah. I was a child, like a very young child, so I didn't remember it. But my parents were taking me to shows since since I was a small child, um, and it was ch- the shows that would be you know 
child appropriate that <laughs> I would just, uh, toddler so, and like start crying or screaming at. So they didn't take you yeah. to hair. They didn't see you. No, they didn't take me to hair. Um, <laughs> so that That's was good. the first one. I don't remember it. I do love Joseph now, but my parents love saying it's like, oh yes, you're always a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think the first one that I remember would be uh, uh, Cats and that they aired on PBS. Yeah, and my dad bought me my first cast recording. Little did he know that he would create an obsession for life. <laughs> so I still have that on cassette. Cassette yeah. too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. It, I remember it being on PBS. I didn't watch it, but I remember the commercials of it being on PBS. <laughs> and that I, counts. I kept begging my parents to like donate, donate, give them money so I can <laughs> so I can have the cassette. It's like I'll just buy you the cassette. No, that's not how it works. You have to give them money, and then they can get it. <laughs> <laughs> poor PBS people. <laughs> oh yes, please, because I mean they please they do they, they need it. Really, they really do a great service, and they uh, do. Yeah, uh, I was actually they gave waiting us for Downton. You. Okay, they gave us Downton. It is yeah. PBS. That, if true. I had the money, I would constantly be a patron. I think they're an incredible organization, and especially like especially for kids who say they like myself. Like I, it was my introduction to musicals and. They introduced me to a world that until I started going to them when I was older, like I never would have known. Like they, I Mm. think, yeah, if I had the money to give, they would just constantly every month. How much do you want this month? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it was one of the channels that raised me as a kid because of all their their programming. Wishbone, Reading Rainbows. All those British comedies. Yes. Yeah, I did not get into the British comedies, but I saw that they were coming on. I'm like, oh, this is not one of my shows. And oh, I, just... I love the Mr. Bean. <laughs> oh, except yeah. for okay, except for Mr. Bean, but I other, hated the other that show. But I know I, I, it. I support it. I support it. I didn't like it. It's on Amazon Prime now, so I, I rewatched it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. So, Courtney, we should do a marathon later then with uh, Mr. Mm, Bean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm there Dang. for it. Tell me when. And where. I mean, <laughs> hey, there, there is a Lion King connection because that's Zazu. Is it really? It is. Yes, it is. What? <laughs> so there you go. I yeah, just, never, just give, give no, her a moment. It's not. So you're She's saying, putting her brain back together. Are you oh, telling me? Is. Are you telling me the guy who plays Mr. Bean is Zazu? Yes. Yep. No way. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, I am serious. Yeah, to blown. watch a stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when Mr. Bean does speak, because he rarely speaks, he just makes noise. Like, oh, right, which is stupid, right? It's dumb. Why are you doing this? <laughs> but, but if you listen, you'll hear Zazu. Oh my God! Now I have to. Oh God! You know, I, I actually like saw him in a musical, like a like a live stage show. Really? He, uh, he was uh, Fagin and Oliver. In the last London revival. Okay. Mm. That, uh, and that was interesting because yeah, I just keep seeing he's in character. Mr. Like, Bean. I'm just like Mr. Bean <laughs> and Black Adder. I have not watched Black Adder, but I I mean, I've seen pretty much, you know, Mr. Bean stuff. I've seen him in Rat Race, uh, Love Actually, just, you know, it's like, hey, you know, but, you know, he's the work Mr. of a Bean. moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love him in that movie, though. It's just, it's just great. Um, but yeah, I was, I was actually waiting for you to say that you were born in a theater because that's no. 
<laughs> I feel like you were though. Yeah. In spirit at least. I feel like in spirit. I I'm not the marrying type, but I feel like if I were to, I would love to get married on stage. Mm. Oh yeah, that that would be perfect. And that I've always felt since I was a kid. Like I was like, oh, it's like this beautiful theater. Let me, let me get married on, in the theater. That yeah. that would make sense. That that would work for you, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it does seem like I was you know born on the stage. <laughs> the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. way I connect with with like Broadway shows is just. Mm-hmm. I was I gonna say. Cheap. At least in the building, you didn't have to actually like your mother didn't give birth on the stage. Maybe but... you can see there, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unless yeah. that was that was part of the play. Like now we <laughs> use a live birth, <laughs> like a nativity scene, and I was the baby. <laughs> right, right. Just that that whole part of it. I mean, it's just behind a sheet, but it, it happened. <laughs> Why I love Jesus Christ is absurd now. Right. <laughs> It makes sense. Uh, there's the connection. You but, might have to have a conversation with your parents. Like, tell me <laughs> what really happened. And are there pictures to, just to prove it, just to make sure. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't, you don't want to see them, but you just need to know. You need confess. To- yes. Confess, please. Um, so, yeah, that is musicals. I'm trying to go back and make sure that I didn't leave anything out. Um, I, I do want to just mention because I have not watched it and the urge to watch it is really not there, despite the fact that one of my favorite singers, John Legend, is in it and helped produce it. Mm-hmm. I don't say La La Land. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. That's and, fine. Um... Keep it that way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tell then, us I how guess, you really feel. <laughs> I guess we'll just. I will I mean, never did you watch it? Oh, you never stop being angry about that movie. Did you was just it not... bad or was it just like it was so bad about it? It is not a musical. Is mm. it a... Oh. Or again, back to my my definition I gave earlier. It the music is almost like if you are watching a quote unquote musical, and all of a sudden they start singing and you get taken aback, like oh, why are we singing? Uh, that's, that's not, not a musical. Yeah, like mm. it's a mu- it's a movie that happened to have songs in it and. It, every time there'd be a musical number, it'd be like really a shock to the system because there hadn't yeah. been, it was like 45 minutes between like one song and the other. Yeah. And it's just random. It feels random. Yeah. Oh, that, that angered me for many reasons. And, you know, Rob Lemonwell Miranda of an Oscar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't, yeah. yeah. That was that year. Okay. <laughs> I'm wounded inside again. All right. Yep. Yeah. I will watch it. I will not watch it in spite of that, that whole, you know. <sighs> that movie messed with a lot of people that year. Goodness. It really did. Uh, um, I was going to read. Oh, yeah. I already read that. Uh, the the Hamilton piece. I was like, well, let me leave on a high note since, you know, I it was my fault. I brought it down. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, everyone, for naming such a horrible, horrible thing. Um, but, yeah, I'm really liking the idea of a goofy movie being a stage play, like stage production. Yeah, I think I think it would work really well. Like it's it the music drives the story. It goes to the old like adage of a song fits in here if what your characters have to express, words can no longer simply express mm-hmm. it, so they have to burst in the song. Mm-hmm. I think that fits mm-hmm. with a goofy movie. Like and yeah, like I I I think it'd be a great stage show. Because after today, I mean that 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 song. That's an I want song. Right. That that's 
I mean, I, I think of that even at work, like, oh, after today, just, and then I just think of all the things, <laughs> and it's usually on a Friday. I can remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just taking me back. Oh, eye to eye. There's your 11 o'clock number. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm mad that I don't have it on, like, DVD currently. And it's it's been on my wish list, but I'm like, no, one day I'll treat myself and buy it, and I never have yet. So, you guys, I have a question. Um, how do we collectively feel about a High School Musical? I have not seen it. I've never given the chance. <laughs> my sister loves it. I just the bits and pieces. What did I, you? What did you just I don't say? Care. What did you? I in my um, it's not even my defense. I'm I'm just going to explain. Uh, during that period of Disney Channel time, I just just avoided it altogether. Like oh a Disney gosh. Channel, I did not watch the Disney Channel. Like I don't Listen. know what this is. Yeah, I didn't watch Disney Channel at that time either. I think Cartoon Network was really like hitting its stride, so that's where I lived. So mm-hmm. I don't even know, like you guys, because that. That musical now, High School Musical two, and I think maybe there's a three. There is a three, yes. Mm, um, But the original, okay. Listen, (laughs) y'all sleeping. sleeping I I have seen the first two, but it was like years later. (sighs) It's so like I I like the second one. I did that. Well, I think the second. Yeah, I remember thinking the the second. It was was less cheesy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the I like the hit like the bops in in number one. I feel like they were pretty cheesy. Okay, but I, I'm okay with the cheese. And but you're right. Um, High School Musical two was less cheesy. I just feel like I don't know. The first one just has a special place in my heart, and I just I loved it. Like, I, mean, I loved it. Who am I to judge? I recently got into The Descendants. I finally sat down and watched those movies. Gotcha. And gotcha. I thought they were great. <laughs> shout out shout out to uh, Shannon and Nerds of Prey. Yes. That's the only reason I know about The Descendants. So I have not watched yeah. it myself, but um, she hasn't steered me wrong yet in her recommendations. So mm-hmm. should I'm around and kind of catch it, I'm, I'm not, I might not turn away from it right away. But, <laughs> You know. I finally gave it a chance because of Shannon constantly standing for it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me let me watch this. And you know what? I got my life. I thought it was great. And they had some bots. If if one more person unconnected to Shannon or Birdo tells me to watch it, then I think I should have to watch it. So. Maybe you should watch it anyway because they're great recommenders. I, I'm- I'm going to. I'm going okay. to anyway. Okay. But I'm like, if if a third person like comes up to me like before I get a chance to watch it on my own volition, then I'm like, okay, <laughs> stop what I'm doing. Let me just go watch it right now. Because people need to just stop telling me I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So let me go watch it. So I mean, but, the first song in that movie, like I I just start shimming on my couch. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that kind of movie. <laughs> I am sold. Mm. I feel like I'm already sold because I'm always for some couch shimmying. So <laughs> that's always a good <laughs> idea, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to write it down just so I remember to look it up to see if it's like even on demand. Um, I think it's no. I think you have to like rent it. I may or may not have found it on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. All right. Well. At least I'll I'll have it on 
you know, written down. So go look for it because sometimes that's what I have to do. And it's not a musical, but it was a movie moment that I shared with my mother because she had really requested to see Holly. Um, I'm sorry. What's the movie? Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. so i actually had to rent that and we watched it together um actually i think it was the fourth of july so it was a was it the fourth of july yes no it doesn't matter it was a couple <laughs> weeks ago but it was it was a great you know kind of moment we just kind of sat and, and enjoyed that movie and it was i watched it oh of course i tweeted about it because you yeah. responded to said tweet <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, also a musical it's but it sunset boulevard there was no music they made it. it they made it into a musical oh they did really yeah. Oh boy. I mean it, it, I mean the movie is infinitely better, I wouldn't say. Okay. Uh but if I if it happens if you happen to be able to watch the musical, I wouldn't say avoid it. Like it's definitely enjoyable. It has it creates the mood that the movie does. Hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure where you were going with the recommendation, if it was a recommendation. So I'm going to take it. It is one, but it's not like a hurry up and go see it. Like, see yeah, like if it happens to be in town, eh, give it a shot. It has mm. its, it definitely has its moments. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll put that under the descendants. <laughs> <laughs> below the descendants. Below. Yeah. It's like five, six steps below. So. <laughs> I don't know what's in those other steps. Uh, Les Mis is in there somewhere because I've, I will watch it. I just have to find it. Les Mis above the Descendants. And then yeah. empty space, empty space. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> fair, fair. Actually, let me check again because I know I have to check randomly because I have a, a, a running list of things uh, to watch. I mean, the list is ongoing. but Infinite. It is. While you look at your list, darling, um, I have another question for you, you fellas. If you were to, like, if you had the ability to make a non-musical movie into a musical, what would that movie be? I recently thought about this. Shoot, what did I say? (laughs) Um, Oh, Suzy Q. Susie hmm. Q. I don't know that movie. What is it that was, movie? Was, That's with the Pink Ranger, right? Yes, it was a Disney original movie starring my uh, my first uh, celebrity crush, uh, mm-hmm. Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she is a 1950s prom queen who gets into a car crash, so she's a ghost. And mm-hmm. um, the modern-day teenage boy has to like help her do her... Um, her unfinished business, her, yeah. Could, like so move on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's right, yes. a really cute musical. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why that one? I, it seems, it seems like it would be a, like a good music musical comedy, and it has a lot of like I can picture a lot of emotional ballads. Yeah. You know a really touching love duet which is heartbreaking because the characters aren't meant to be together because mm-hmm. she's dead one's dead yeah and so it's important <laughs> yep you know it always got to me that at the end you know she's like she finally is able to move on and you know he says you know i love you and she just kind of like smiles and, and like flies <laughs> off with her ghost <laughs> and i'm like oh this would be a great spot for a song <laughs> So that would be mine, Susie Cool, Q. got it. See, if if uh, High School Musical came out when that movie came out, I probably would have seen it because <laughs> I was always watching the Disney Channel back uh, then. Because I was, I was always in elementary on. school. I was yeah, I was a child. 
Yeah, and it was always on though, like that movie. Yeah. So I've I've seen it like a couple times, but I don't remember it that well because I was also very young, but young enough to remember. It's like, hey, that's that movie with the Pink Ranger, and she was still wearing pink in that movie. So yeah, it's on YouTube. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. What? Okay. Yep. Done. Because they I'm, never released I... it like on video, and I, ah, I, I they do. I, I don't <laughs> know if I really want to go down that that nostalgia road. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of a movie and for whatever reason, every time somebody asks, okay, what movie do you want this to happen to? I always go to Ocean's Eleven and I went through and thought about if it actually works and it could, it could have some really stylish dance numbers and that actually goes back to, um, the question I kind of posed or earlier saying how, uh, film scores and I absolutely love the score for Ocean's Eleven and Thirteen. I know I skipped 12 because 12 is a different feel altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, although it does have a couple songs I like. And I say songs because it's actually by a different artist, not by mm-hmm. the actual composer. Um, but I don't know how they would make that a musical, but I'm pretty sure they could figure that out somehow. And I don't know. It would just have to be really slick and cool and probably jazzy since that's the score already. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, synchronized... Uh, Bank robbing, uh, not bank, uh, casino robbing. Yeah. Uh, that, that uh, I mean, I mean, I'm already sold, but that should be pretty interesting. So can't go wrong with that. No, no. I mean, there's really not much you can go wrong with. I even forgive Matt Damon and uh, uh, Casey Affleck because of. I mean, this was way before we really knew how that they're trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's really been my only exception of movies I'll watch them in. Um. I, I hate, not hate, hate's a strong word. I dislike Matt Damon less <laughs> than Casey Affleck. So I mm-hmm. can still tolerate him in movies. But this was pre, pre, pre those days. So yeah, I can still watch those movies. But I would watch uh, a musical version of Ocean's Eleven. It just has to, it has to be really cool. Like, because that's the movie. It's the epitome of cool. Yeah, so. right, right. Like maybe a Jersey Boys feel like very slick and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't. Well, this one that apparently they're working on it. Um, I always thought that uh, Tu Wong Fu would make a good musical. Tu Wong Fu. That uh, feels like it would be, but and I mean, they're finally I... apparently finally working on that. Uh, Patrick Swayze as as a drag queen. Um, is Wesley Snipes in this one? Wesley Snipes. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, and they're drag queens from New York, and they're going to a, they drive across the country because they're gonna go to the like the big drag queen competition in LA, and they get stuck in a small town. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's perfect musical father. And in, in nice. my head, I already see it as a musical. John Leguizamo. <laughs> Okay, it is the one I'm thinking of because yeah. I thought there was another one that was very similar, but I uh, there's uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, I don't like that one, but that's okay. me. One of them was on IFC many years ago because I was going through a stage of watching just independent films all the time, and I think that's when I saw it, and I don't remember seeing all of it. But I've never been able to go through. I've seen the musical version, and it was okay, but I don't think I've ever finished the entire movie. Hmm. I wonder if The Apartment would work as a musical. It is. It is? Promises, Promises. Oh. And it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite movies, too. 
You are really earning your expertise. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, and it starred, um, uh, and now I'm drawing a blank, so I'm going to Google, but the original Law and <laughs> Order. Uh, I'll say I'm going to take away your, your credits I just gave oh, you. Oh, no. <laughs> One second. Jerry Orbach. Okay, because you had two seconds left. And Jerry Orbach is also the voice of Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Is that correct? That is correct. Jerry yeah. Orbach was a musical leading man before he ever went to TV and movies. Mm, he was wow. in the original Chicago. Um, you can Eddie. stop showing off. You can stop showing off. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Promises, Promises is the musical version of The Apartment. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's going to go under Les Mis, but before <laughs> Descendants. Wait, have you never seen The Apartment, the movie? Or? I, I have The Apartment. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, that's that's one that I, I owned. I had to put that in my collection, but I've never seen. I never knew about Promises, Promises. They revived it a cup in 2010 with Kristen Chenoweth. Okay. Um, and it it wasn't great. It had, it had its problems. It, it just wasn't a good production of it. Mm. Um, I remember that one. I didn't see it, but I remember her playing, like being in it. Yeah, she she was good in it, it but there was a lot of issues with the production. But it's got a wonderful score by Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach. <laughs> I'm making fun of his name. I'm not. I just like I just like saying it anytime his name is said. And I think I was, I was and gentlemen, Mr. <laughs> yes, from um awesome Austin Powers. Powers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like jerks. I know things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but promises, promises is an actual movie because I feel like there is. Um, they've never filmed it. Oh, now I'm upset. All right. But the well, cast recording is available for you to listen to. Okay. I'll take Forever that. Forever and ever. I'll take that. Uh, all right. Well, I think that does it. Um, I do have one bit of news, but I can do that in my closing. And uh, But, Berto, do you have any shout-outs, or do you want to have any people to follow you or do anything like that? Um, yeah, sure. Like, um, welcome new followers. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Tribertini, B-R-Y-B-E-R-T-I-N-I. -I. Um, my handle's a nerd called Birdo. And I mostly tweet nonsense. Sometimes I tweet a lot about musicals and I geek out. But mostly I'm saying inappropriate things in the middle of the day. Um, yeah, but welcome. Uh -huh. Join the normal fun. <laughs> um, and I... Don't know if I have any shout outs other than I guess support the arts. There you go. There's a shout out. Yeah. I'm with it. And if you guys have any rec uh, need any recommendations for musicals, seek me out. I love to give them. Or just a live uh, uh, encyclopedia. I really, yeah. really sad. <laughs> it's a good thing. I mean, no, you are. That is a good thing. We need yeah, you. Yeah, you are to Broadway shows what. Um, uh, quest love is to just music in general <laughs> <laughs> true i mean if, true. if my dream job would if i could still do it would be to be a theater critic but that it's not a not as much of a paying career anymore so there we mm. go what about a historian couldn't you just like you know be in a library somewhere just like writing books about musical theater yeah 
Yeah, I would do that too. Any as long as you pay me to like, you have to go see these shows and and obsess <laughs> and listen to these cast albums and read about them. Because I mean, I do that now, so <laughs> all my effort. So they don't don't have like a, a theater concierge type of thing, right? <laughs> I mean, that, I kind of I am unofficially that, anyways, but. <laughs> but yeah, someone, someone, please pay me to give recommendations. <laughs> Very well. Well, well, it's in the universe, so hopefully that's something that floats down right. your path. Mm-hmm. And, It'll happen. Yeah. And then you have to change your name to Theater Concierge, sir. Yes. <laughs> or something cool. Probably that is, uh, okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's your title, so you can change it how you like. Right. That's just, that's just what I can't. I thought of like, oh yeah, they're. A concierge is a type that just knows everything about everything. everything. Right. Well, yeah. My one of my dear friends calls me the theater Nostradamus. Ooh. I that tend sounds to, really ominous though. Because I tend to pick out like this actor should be cast in this show, and then they'll yep. more often not get cast in it, or like <laughs> they end up being a replacement, and I just oh. say, see, I told you. Nice. To me. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice. That's good to know. So you mm-hmm. are to theater and, and casting what Sterling is to show cancellations, yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Got it. All right. uh, I like that. <laughs> also, if it makes me feel a little ominous too, like as if like uh, your show's gonna get canceled and then like No, you but you call it. I, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, I almost, have a gift. It almost feels like a kiss of death that I, I give to yes, shows. You send them the black spot, like in Treasure Island. Right, right. A show will be announced, and people look at me as like, "Is it going to make it?" Like they just have this grim look on their face. Like, like I'm sorry. I like this show. I like this show. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's not, not going to work. Gonna out. Make it. And you're like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it's going to die. <laughs> which, which does remind me, I did not post um, my Twitter predictions for the 2018 2019 season. I will work on that. <laughs> Because I, I have to do it before the shows actually begin. That's my whole thing. Yes. Um, yeah. Because you're cheating otherwise, I think. Exactly. Exactly. I don't like to post <laughs> it like after the fact. Like, yeah, I knew that show was going to be canceled. And it was because you know, that's a cheat. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, I can do I, that. I, like I have to show de- death pool. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> I, I have to do it before the season starts. So I have until like, I think the end of August. So, but I, I'll definitely have it up there because there are definitely shows. I'm like, mm, this isn't going to make it. Like one of them had already changed some of its cast members. Uh oh, so, that's a kiss of death. It it could be because sometimes it makes it work. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I can't think of an example right now off the spot of where that worked, but I, there are a couple. So mm. I'll get back. I'll get back to you on that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Courtney, do you have any any like? Closing remarks, shout outs, uh, where they can find you, blah, blah, blah. Totes, my goats. So you can find me on the Twitters. My handle is I am K Hinton, where I tweet about everything from. Man, I haven't been on Twitter lately, but you know, when I'm there, I tweet some really just hush, life's happening. So (laughs) when I'm there, though, I tweet from everything about how awesome the 10th anniversary cast album of Les Mis is better than the any of them really um, hey 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 hey! I got the floor um, everything from musicals to um, I don't know what do I tweet about Sterling re- help me remember the um, time where I tweeted things 
Yeah, there was one time, maybe the weather, maybe. Um, uh, sure. Barely. Well, uh, okay. Shade occasionally. Yes, occasionally. Obviously, that's, that's kind of like every day. Um, but you know, some of everything. Politics so, occasionally do politics. Very, very politics, seldom. Politics, activism, sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Knitting, smashing, you'll, you, you might knitting, talk about smashing the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> I know small small topics but yeah i will tweet up a storm there when i'm actually there um it's been a drizzle I do, lately <laughs> i do like to retweet a lot so I'm, I'm there for the retweets and i retweet some really good stuff so check it out um, oh yeah like my tweets thank you thank you um, yeah i tweet so, that on fire come for the retweets <laughs> <laughs> come for the retweets yeah, take it. so uh you can also catch me over at on the Twitters at Verve HC, which is the Twitter headquarters of Verve House Collective, the headquarters, the place for audacious creatives, entrepreneurs, and intention seekers. So if you fall anywhere in between uh, either of those categories or nowhere, check it out and, you know, we'll get you there. All right. I almost made a very silly decision and started eating a Starburst just before I had to speak. So. <laughs> That's, uh, that would be silly. It would be. It would be. I'm a professional. So, um, yeah. So you can follow me at all things. I'm just going to skip to the to the cut. I am on Spotify now. Uh, yes. Yeah. I and actually I've been on there since June. <laughs> I didn't know that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I randomly yeah, checked, checked one night just because I would check like periodically just to Google and do see what would come up. Uh, my playlist that I, I produce for you all to listen to uh they come up but also now so does the indu podcast and food fight podcast so hey hey we are we famous now yeah yeah, we're up there and if you didn't know it it is kind of an exclusive club to be in because they don't accept just anyone so Mm -hmm. um and it, it took quite a while to get onto Spotify, so that's why I Which kind is of why we didn't know, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't tell me, and like, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. It wasn't maybe. like a big deal to them, but we're there. We're there, and apparently we actually have a couple listeners on Spotify, so that's awesome, too. Nice. And listening before I knew that we were even on there, so <laughs> yes. Uh, you can type in Indube, or you can actually type in my name, T. Sterling Watson, and I will come up. And um, if you are looking for episodes prior to episode 60 then you should go to podbean or apple Podcasts or google play or um stitcher and spreaker spreaker i'm on speaker but they keep trying to take me off because i don't pay for it but <laughs> um <laughs> i would like to because if i pay for spreaker then i can get on iHeartRadio, which i mm-hmm. guess is still happening so please contribute to the patreon <laughs> And thank you once again to uh, a patron who is among us right now. Thank you so much, Berto. And uh, hey. Hey. many other patrons out there, uh, you can donate up to a dollar. I give you some awesome content like movie reviews, um, working on some videos. There was one that was supposed to be posted, but I never finished editing it because my computer's like, eh, ha, ha, ha. And just, you <laughs> Sign know, picture of Keith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, more stuff is on the way for the Patreon. So keep an eye out for that i do i am currently working on designs for my store and also the grace and mercy family ministry store which i know i never talk about but that's another place where uh we can buy some some merch and um working on designs for both i will be sure to share them on my twitter 
which is at Indube. You can also go to Indube.com. You'll find links for all of these things. Uh, please, again, um, uh, rate, share, comment, subscribe, all the things on all the platforms, <laughs> uh, especially <laughs> Spotify. So you can listen there while you can jump back and forth between listening to playlists that I create or curate rather or uh, the podcast um, and share with your friends. Please let them know and um, use the hashtag ask and do ask some questions with using the uh, interbang. So <laughs> I can yell your questions next uh, episode. So thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by and pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we don't fall off. No. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I felt first. Oh. <laughs>The Indu Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indu Podcast is part of the Indu Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indu Podcast, please email indubpod at gmail.com. That is indubpod at gmail.com. You can find the Indu Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean, or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson, signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production.